0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode seventeen. Um, we will come to you with our review show. The, uh, we're working on our review show for Extreme Rules. We just seen the pay per view. It was what it was. We'll get into that later on in the week. Word. Um. Excuse me, I had the belt. I'm sorry, I didn't want to put it into the mic. Um. So right now we're on, this is episode number 17, but we're on what we call our gimmick, Uh, one of our gimmick shows. Word. And the gimmick shows is what we label as our top tens. All We've right. We brought this to you guys before. Um, Today we're doing top ten. We This is our Intercontinental Week, Intercontinental, WWE Intercontinental Championship Week.
1: Right. And See, now, for those of you fans out there that know about the Intercontinental Heavyweight title, the belt was the championship that basically was the stepping stone. The workhorse title. For the World Heavyweight Championship. This determines whether if you can be a solid contender or challenger or a respectable challenger for the World Heavyweight Championship. And this belt stands out. We have a Well, history. now it ain't worth shit. Well, it's it's crap now. But back then, you know, you had great champions, um, holding the Intercontinental Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. So now, what we're going to do is we we're breaking this down and we're splitting it up, splitting it up into like three separate. Ep- I got it from here. Uh, we're splitting it up into three episode, uh, three
0: separate episodes. Where today we're going to do the top ten transitional. The day after we'll do top ten uh, greatest, and then we'll finalize it with top ten worst. Right. WWE Intercontinental Champions. Now, now, there's Intercontinental
1: Champions in a lot of federations, but we're focusing on... The one that matters the most, the WWE. The In one, the States. Right. That's the one whenever you hear the Intercontinental Championship, synonymously, you must always think about world wrestling entertainment. The belt goes back to 1979, y'all. And um, that's the one we're talking about. Right. So... When
0: we say so, you got to remember, Mark has his own list. I have my own list, so you're getting the list twice. Mm-hmm. Um This is our personal opinions. It is not a fact. Word. It's just personal opinions. Um You got to remember, it's sports entertainment, and with all sports entertainment like football, basketball, wrestling, as me and Mark were talking about off mic, it really comes down to the passion to the individual person. Yep. So don't hold this to us like we're saying. This is what it is. Exactly. If you're the wrestler hearing your name, unfortunately, that's our opinion. We've we have the right to. We've paid exactly. and supported this business. Um, and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. If you love it, go fuck yourself.
1: And if you don't hear your name, fuck go you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, so
0: let's start off with. So today's episode is top ten transitional. Right. Um. Break down what transitional means. Well, transitional, for a lot of people who don't know, is the person who was put in place to hold the belt because they either someone was injured or they needed the person to get the belt to the next person properly without causing a disruption or right. vacancy to the title. So,
1: so right now, we're going to get down to it. We're going to start off with uh, Dietrich's list. No, oh, I'm l- let you go
0: with your list because your list has been sitting there, and I've been avoiding reading it.
1: Oh, oh okay. I've okay. Been avo-
0: I've, I'm telling about. Okay. I was turning pages upside down since you left it here the other week, and right. then... That made me think we should turn this. So I want people to think, remember, this is our Intercontinental Week, and we're
1: starting it off with Top 10 Transitional. Mark, All right. hit me with your Here list. Here we go. Number 10, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He held the title for 64 days.
0: He uh, only bro, held it for a certain bro, bro amount of time.
1: Away a little bit. away a little bit. He only held it for a certain amount of time so that he can take time off to spend time with his wife mm-hmm. and his newborn child. After he won the championship from Randy Macho Man Savage in 1987 at WrestleMania three Pontiac Silverdome. The reason why I chose that is because it's real simple. Mm-hmm. He only held on for the belt for a certain amount of time. He really didn't want to lose it, but at the same token, if he didn't take that time off, the the sea is born. Richard, you know, his his son born Richard. It would have been some shit. So right. they had to take that belt off of him. And for quick some fast. people,
0: family comes first, and he wasn't jeopardizing his family. Right. So that's your number
1: ten. Who's number nine? The Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Eric. Okay. I mean, it was a quick, easy thing to do. He came in. He comes. He comes in with a lot of fanfare. Uh, he beat Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning for the Intercontinental Title at SummerSlam 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great deal right there. And for those folks who aren't familiar with the famous Von Erichs fam, the family. Famous Von Erich family. This title basically kind of like okay, it gave him, I think, that last bit of a, of a push because of his name dwindling down throughout history. Mm-hmm. Former NWA World Champion, World Class AWA. You know, the, the Von Erich name is synonymous in Texas. Right. But um, him winning the Intercontinental Championship, it kind of kept his name afloat with certain things. Okay, and number eight. Jacques Rougeau Jr. the Mountie, mm-hmm. he was only champion for a day. If I if I remember correctly, he beat Bret Hart at a house show. Brett was uh, Brett had the flu, wrestled with a one hundred and eight degree fever or whatever the case may be, right before the Royal Rumble. Uh, he went on to defend the title against Roddy Piper and he mm-hmm. lost at the Royal Rumble.
0: Gotcha. Um, number seven.
1: I have a three-way tie but I think I can eliminate one of those names. Yeah,
0: let's 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 keep it down to a two-way tie.
1: All right. Marty Jannetty and Debbie Boy Smith. Okay. Okay. Marty Jannetty defeated Shawn Michaels on Monday Night Raw to become the Intercontinental Champion in 1993.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then about maybe 10 days later, he loses the title back to Shawn Michaels in Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, in a in, in a match, to drop the title. Uh, the second one, Billy Gunn. It was just something for him to do after he won the King of the Ring. Got gotcha. you. Next,
0: <laughs> number six, if I'm correct, with
1: it. the Wild Man Mark Murrow. Mm-hmm. He's number seven. So that was that was that, what I put up there was a tie for seven. The for actual sure. number seven is the Wild Man Mark Mero. Well, hold on. We got to remove that because the tie
0: should have been those two guys. One of the 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 tie or that. So you want to move Murrow over to number six, or you want to make him an honorable mention?
1: Okay, we'll make Murrow an honorable mention. All right. So
0: we got one of your honorable mentions. We'll come back to.
1: Just uh, getting off his heels as WCW Television Champion, Johnny B. Bad. He comes to the World Wrestling Entertainment promotion uh, in 1996. After 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 that, uh, after WrestleMania and uh, he positions himself somehow to end up winning the Intercontinental Heavyweight title mm. in a tournament. Um, at that time, Ahmed Johnson was the champion, and he was he had to relinquish the belt due to an injury. So they had a um, round-robin tournament. Mark Merrill won the championship, and uh, he ended up losing the title eventually to Triple H. Right, so number six? Ezekiel Jackson, six fifty one days, a member of the core... Uh, he it his his run was not memorable. He was pretty much a joke, right? Um, number five, Paul White, the Big Show. Mm-hmm. The only reason why he ended up becoming the champion was because he's held every title in the WWE, mm-hmm. WCW, ECW. He's held all their titles, tag team, United States. Uh, I think television. All three world heavyweight titles. Uh the tag belts, the only belt that was missing was the intercontinental title. So he and he also stated too that he never had a WrestleMania moment. So he beat the American nightmare Cody to become the Intercontinental champion. All right. Who would your number four be? Luke Harper from the uh Wyatt family. Okay. Um it was short. Not no and no one saw that coming from from no one saw that one coming. That could have been a great run. It could have been, but to me, I thought that I thought that was gonna be a great run. You know, it could have been, but you know, it was what it was. He did all right, but um nobody was expecting for Luke Harper to be champion. Right. And so I who? think he I think he beat Dolph Ziggler for the belt. Maybe I'm not too sure. Actually, yeah, I think he beat Dolph Ziggler for the title.
0: Who's your number three?
1: Ken Shamrock. He doesn't show up on a lot of lists of anybody's list, but keep going. Ken Shamrock is uh you know as uh, as champion. No one saw that from um out of the blue and I believe he did he I don't think he did. I'm thinking he probably might have beaten the Rock. I'm not too sure. The belt I believe went back and forth
0: between him and the Rock. Okay. After WrestleMania 15 right, or during right. the WrestleMania 15 period.
1: I said like I 14 could, couldn't, couldn't when remember the Austin it. won the
0: title 14 during the WrestleMania 14 time. Right. Between 98 and 99.
1: Right. So I'm like, I, I didn't expect that one coming. I don't even remember it. But yeah, Ken Shamrock, definitely transitional intercontinental title holder. Um, Your number two? Zack Ryder. Okay. He only, he only held the belt for 24 hours. We ain't got to say no more. Right. And who's your number one? Bradshaw.
0: Right. We and, knew what that was.
1: And that was just um, as um, a tribute to Eddie Guerrero. He won the title only to drop it to Ray, to pay respects to Eddie. Right,
0: because Ray's whole career is based off of Eddie dying, um, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. Now, you already mentioned one honorable mention. Who's your two honor other two honorable mentions? CM Punk. Okay.
1: Is uh, another honorable mention. And uh, William Regal. And I think that Regal... His run as Intercontinental Champion was dope. After he won the King of the Ring, that shit was. He should have been the world champion when he sat in that fucking chair and gave that speech. Yeah, and started cutting lights off in the building
0: because he wanted all the power. And Vince came out there and quarterbacked it. That was a great fucking moment. It was.
1: They could have put the title on him that week. They had him paired up with Layla because she she she's also English as well, Mm. so it just worked well. Yeah, it was. It was that was one of the better that could have been so much bigger if they just would have pulled the trigger
0: mm-hmm. 10 seconds later like he should have won that and then immediately become the world champion
1: right and then that led into the match between him and CM Punk where he where he showed he he wore CM Punk ass right. out but at the end of the day punk ended up winning the title yeah. and it was a, this was a match that both men wanted because they had so much respect for one but another but he schooled them
0: and, he, and CM Punk needed to be schooled.
1: Right. All right, so... Uh, Your transitional
0: champion. Transition, uh, my transitional champion, starting at number 10, would be Test. Whoa. Test, Um. so, so much potential. I'm not going to say he was under the Triple H burial system. I just would say Test will always be a bridesmaid. <laughs> okay. And on um, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um... But that's it. That's what I'm picking. Number nine would be Mark Merrow. His his world title. I think they just didn't know what to do with the belt, and everybody else was in heavy storylines. And his right. whole career revolved around Sable's success. Right. It damn sure did. So it, it that's just one of those things. Um, number number uh, eight for me is Booker T.
1: Wow, I totally forgot about Booker T's uh, run.
0: Yeah, and his run was only one. He had yeah.
1: one shot at the title.
0: Right. But my trick, my thing is with Booker T is Booker T was has been a placeholder his whole career and he was never truly valued at to me as a main player um number seven ahmed johnson ahmed johnson shows up on another list i got but ahmed johnson is definitely a transitional champion I think they tried to the run with him, and yeah, it was like, oh, shit, I don't know if this is really the guy. And based off the fact that you could never get a great promo out of him yeah. was damaging to him completely.
1: And he was also injury-prone as well. He hurt yeah. himself. Uh, he, had a groin, he had a groin tear when he first lost the title, and he had to relinquish yeah. the belt. But the fact was, I don't think they ever really – they went with him,
0: and then it turned into a transition. Mm-hmm. And that's just the truth. Number five is Texas Tornado, need I say more? Number six is CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Um only because Punk had always had world title written on him. And I think it was more important that we did that. Number four for me mm-hmm. would be I don't mean to speed through these people. Um number four for me would definitely be Dolph Ziggler. Every one of his title reigns. All transition. Or trans, even right now, he's holding the belt. He's holding on to the belt simply because they there is no other person them. to put the belt right. on, and. I think they did such a big, good job with building Seth Rollins, Rollins. I think they thought the belt had enough credibility, again, to put it back on Ziggler, and again, it's turning into be a fucking hack job when it comes to that.
1: Hot potato, hot potato, hot potato.
0: Yeah, so I'm not with any of the whole Dolph Ziggler thing. Personally, I think I just would have let him go and pay someone else to be a pin man. Right. Um, my number three is very important, and I have a great reason for that. It's Chris Jericho. Vince himself has said, you know, the company is a problem. If you're Chris Jericho's world champion, even though Chris Jericho will be labeled as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, Mm -hmm. to me, Chris Jericho, every one of his belts was there because no one else was there to be champion. Mm -hmm. And I think it's easy to put the belt on Jericho because it has become his gimmick. And eventually they'll do the race to 10 between him and this dude.
1: Well, currently right now, um, he is... Listed as a ten-time Intercontinental Champion through WWE. Through, um, actually, no. His tenth yeah. run is with uh, New Japan. New
0: Japan. I agree, but the problem is WWE. We're talking within the WWE yeah. system, so it's going to be between him and Miz who gets that space race. Yeah. Um. The number nine one is I my mean, number two is Ricky Steamboat for the same reason he was on there for a limited amount of time. He couldn't do it. Right. It just wasn't good for him. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. Um, I think even though he had his priorities in the right place, he was the man I think should have never been considered for any title because if they knew his nature, it would have been the most fucked up and wrong thing to do to put any title on him because he wasn't reliable in WWE. Mm. In WCW, he is reliable. But in WWE, I don't think he would have ever been reliable to the company so past giving them a great match.
1: He just really didn't de- deliver, in your opinion. Yeah,
0: I mean, he gave us great matches, but I think it was they got him after he had created a giant legacy in WCW. Right. You get what I'm saying? So As it,
1: cruiserweight champion and television champion. In yeah. was
0: they, but it doesn't matter. And WCW becoming a default company, kind of the whole history gets thrown away. So unfortunately. History is written by the victors, and he was a loser in this intercontinental scenario. All right. Um, Who's your next one? My number one is Dean Douglas.
1: Oh, man.
0: Um, he's, he's also on one of my other lists. Yeah, Dean Douglas, I say transitional because I think Vince had a good belief system in him, and I think the boys in the locker room created his... Uh, Downfall? I think because, like they said, we don't want to work with this guy it made him a transitional champion. Mm. And I think he expected too much from the company, and I don't think Dean Douglas ever would have became, I don't think he was ever a great wrestler at all, ever at any point in his career. No disrespect, I don't know him to respect him. I don't know him to disrespect him, but I can only go based off as a paying customer, and a paying purchaser of WWE product at that time right the motherfucker was a joke if he was talking ECW he different would be story. a he'll be a different fucking story but in WWE he was a complete WWE slash at the time WWF he would be a complete fucking joke
1: nobody really cared about right? Shane it's kind of messed up to a degree but hey it was what it was right and then you know what it is is that there's so many others but these were just like some of the names that we were brainstorming to come up with the uh, top 10 um, worst
0: mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so these are my honorable mentions. Road dog. Always, always a bridesmaid. He will never always, a, never a bride. He will
1: always be tag team champion. He he should have never had runs with either the hardcore or the intercontinental title. No, entitle.
0: I think he should have because you can't lock a talent down. But I think he didn't grow past the dog the gimmick. You get, get what, what I'm saying?
1: Boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes. Um,
0: yeah, we, he didn't grow past that. So the problem is, I have no problem with someone going as a single reign. They just have to grow past that. Right. And he didn't do it. Number, My second one would be the Godfather. Mm-hmm. The Godfather, it was what it was with him. Right. I wish that he would have been more, they would have been more hands-on on him, and he could have grown past that gimmick. But sometimes a gimmick can bury you even yeah. though it's well, a he had gimmick. Well,
1: he had two gimmicks. Two runs with the intercontinental champion,
0: they both were horrible, yeah, they I'm not gonna say horrible, they both were definitely vince well, the uh, toilet humor well moments.
1: the the Godfather thing worked out, I think was I thought he was pretty decent as that as far as him being the good father and being the intercontinental champion, that
0: didn't work right it didn't work, and I want to say my third honorable mentions a tie, uh-huh I'm, um Jeff Jarrett and Christian. Mm. Jeff Jarrett, as great as he was, I think he was always a placeholder for that belt. I think, that, he was, yeah. I think he was always a placeholder, and I think when he came in as the NWA champion, it ruined him, and they should have never done that to him, and it became a joke addition.
1: Well, according to according to certain things, speculation, it's because also at the time in the, uh, the late 90s, mm-hmm. they had um, Jerry Jarrett. Running the WWF for Vince McMahon while he was on trial with uh, against the U.S. government. Yeah, but and then there was a. It's like, but but Jeff Jarrett's Intercontinental time was after the trial. Yeah, but the thing is, is that his father was pushing Jeff on everything and everybody, and and it overshadowed a whole bunch of storylines. Now, with that being said, uh, that ruined Jeff Jarrett's career. But I agree to a certain extent regarding. his runs as uh, Intercontinental Champion, they were very transitional, right?
0: Beat. And I, and and I think he also became the transitional reliable guy, right? He was, a, he was the Miz before the Miz was the Miz. Yeah, no, because the Miz has more charisma and can still sell shit. Jeff Jarrett ain't sold a goddamn thing. What was the famous statement? He broke two thousand guitars but didn't draw a dollar. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, yeah. Let's keep it real. Um, and then uh, as I said for Ty Christian, I think Christian. Was was always Vince said he didn't like his face. I never, and don't, I don't think they ever yeah. went. I don't think they ever rode with him the way they should have. And it's
1: crazy. Christian um, isn't even on either of my list. Yeah, it happens. It, you know, it just it just happens.
0: But Christian is that dude who we you you just look when you wrap your thighs with towels. I don't know what to say to you. Anyway, um,
1: never thought of it like that. But yeah. I don't know what
0: to say to you. Um, you should have just let him do steroids and never tested him. Made Ooh. it did better for his career. Okay. Um. Yeah, so those are my lists. Look, people, I know it's a short episode, but the transitional episodes are not large episodes. There's right. this episodes for us to get content out to you. Exactly. And so you guys can have a top ten list. And fuck it, everyone does a top ten list. This mm-hmm. was ours. If, this... You guys,
1: if you guys got a question about our list, and we told you in the beginning, you know, feel like you got what it takes to say, hey, man, you guys are wrong. This is my list. Yeah, read us your list. Yeah, if let us if know. you
0: want and you guys really feel up to it, send us, uh, email us at teamddod at gmail.com. I'll put the listing in the description box so you can email us, send us your questions. Um, and we want you guys to become a part of the show. So that was episode seventeen of the top ten transitional champions. Mm -hmm. Um, Later on in the week, we're going to do top ten greatest champions, and at the end of the week, we're going to do top ten worst intercontinental champions. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you. I'm Dietrich Davis, and I am Mark Morrell. Yeah. Um, Speeding through. We'll yeah. Don't worry, I got this. We'll catch you at episode uh, whatever number eighteen. Number eighteen. Whatever we choose to make it. Have a great one, and we'll speak to you guys soon.
1: Later.